Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This week's message is Holy Desire and was recorded on Sunday, March 6, 2022. So today is a wonderful day. We can, if we can talk, if we can think, if we can move, we can dream. Amen. So say to the person next to you, don't forget to dream. Just tell them right now, don't forget to dream. So you know what I notice is that if I, if I watch a little too much news, pretty soon I forget that. Can I have an amen on that? I mean, I could do a whole talk just about how not to watch the news. I'm not going to do that today because there is so much more going on. There is so much more going on. And so as we're, you know, living this spiritual life, you know, we want to be aware of what's going on in the world because we want to lift it in prayer. But at the same time, we don't want to be so brought down in it that we forget the spiritual truth. Amen. Right. So we're in a series called Soul Evolution because we believe in unity that you are a soul and that you're here to grow, that you're here to prosper and you're here to evolve. You're here to do something. I don't know what it is, but you know, but you know. And so as a church, we're here to empower you to live that purpose in the world, right? We just believe that you know what is yours to do, when and how to do it, and that everything you've been given, you know, has prepared you for this very moment. And you know your next steps, right? So in unity, I'm never going to tell you who to vote for. I'm never going to tell you what to believe. That's the church down the street. They'll do that there, not here. But I will maybe tell you a new way. Well, let me say it this way. Not what to believe, but sometimes how. I'm going to give you a few tools to say, how can I apply this spiritual principle when I'm in the line at Walmart? When I'm on the phone with a family member who I see is drowning in their addiction? When I am, you know talking to my friends who all they're doing is complaining about everything, we're going to give you tools to know how can I handle and manage my life and myself as it moves forward. 
right? So we know that you're a soul. Remember we said last week that you're spirit, soul, and body, and we got it right out of those scriptures and First Thessalonians. But that Charles Fillmore Unity's co-founder kind of expounded on some of those things so that we could really understand. See, in the ancient world, there were understandings we don't have today. You know, we've lost some of that. And so sometimes we have to work a little harder to understand. Okay, wait, we're spirit, soul, and body, right? Hmm, we're spirit, soul, and body, which means that spirit part of us never changes. That's the God aspect. And our body houses the soul. So what is the soul? The soul is the part of you that never dies. It's your thoughts, it's your feelings, it's your memories, it's your beliefs, it's your ideas. Right? So that is what we work with now. And so you're here, born into this lifetime at this time, because you're here to be a blessing. The world needs your light right here, right now. Right? So, you know, you weren't uh, born a uh, hundred years earlier because you're needed right now. In this moment with the Ukraine and Russia, you're needed right here, right now on the planet. With all the racial tension, you're needed right here, right now on the planet. That's why you're here. You're here to be the possibility thinker, to see what's possible, to bring love where there isn't any. Right? So your soul is here for a purpose. Say to the person next to you, you're here for a purpose. Okay. You know what I just realized? Let's bring her up. We're going to do a special blessing. Can we clap? Bring her on up. We got it. We forgot. I forgot to do a blessing. All right. We're going to, uh, I got, I got going. So tell everybody your name. Isabella. Okay, let's put our hands together. Let's bless Isabella. Say, Isabella, we love you. We bless you. We appreciate you. And we behold the Christ in you. And now let's give her a big hand as she runs off to class. All right. Bye, sweetie. Good job. That is a brave soul. Isabella, good job. That's a bright soul right there. That's the, I'll tell you what, that's a wonderful reminder, right, of how pure we came in. Yeah, so in unity, you know, we believe that you're originally blessed, not originally cursed. That idea um, is not known in in Judaism. Original sin is not a teaching in Judaism. Jesus was a Jew. That was later given to us by the church. That's a good way to get more uh, to get more money if you've done something bad. See, if you believe you're bad, then you... Yeah. That's the truth. Look it up. St. Augustine started the idea of original sin. That was not a part of Jesus' life or the religious tradition he grew out of. Judaism today, there's no original sin. That's made up. By St. Augustine. Now we saw in the church, I'm sorry, this is a tangent. I got to go there now that I'm going there. So we, we, now the Apostle Paul talked about, right, the things I don't want to do, I do. Anybody remember that if you grew up on the Bible? Right? And so most of uh, traditional Christianity today is based on what Paul said, not on what Jesus did. And in unity, we're trying to return to first century Christianity to embody the spirituality and the teaching that Jesus so beautifully and perfectly displayed for us, right? 
So that's why we do what we do. That's why we say what we say. We believe you're originally blessed. What if everybody in the world right now were walking around believing they are originally blessed? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'm, I'm feeling imagine right now. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> so today is really about holy desire. Holy desire. We talked about a little bit uh, because we've been talking about the soul evolving. Well, the natural question is, well, how does it evolve? How does the soul move forward on the journey? Well, one of the ways is desire. Now, when we're, I've noticed as I've aged that my desire in my 20s is really different than in my 50s. Amen. <laughs> and, and that what matters to me now are relationships. What matters to me now is time with the people I love. What matters to me now is leaving the world better than I found it. Right? So think about your life for a minute now and think about like in your 20s, what were you like striving after? What did you want? There's somebody here that wants to say, but says, I can't say that in church. Okay. I, okay. I felt that. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes. All right. We all had that drive in our 20s. Yes. Right. Right. To mate and co-create. Yes. All right. And then it's usually about getting. It's usually about money, you know. So what we're talking about, when I say the word desire, I'm talking about uh, a higher desire. And even though as we grow and develop, there are all those normal desires, you know, there's the desire to have, there's the desire to mate and co-create, there's the desire, you know, to feel like your life matters. But most of us at a very young age said, I want to know God. I want to know God. Or I feel God. Or there must be more than what I'm seeing. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. Look around the room. Yeah, yeah. When I was little, I would go sit on this real big rock. I called it the big rock. And uh, it was in the woods down from our house. And I would just go there and I would just listen to the creek that was going by. And I'd have all the animals, you know, all around. And I thought to myself, this is peace. This is God. Yeah, and so when I was about eight years old, too, I was sitting on the pew, you know, I was right next to my mom. She sat on the second row. That was the Anderson pew. And I usually went through her purse, you know, through the services, and I'd play with her jewelry and stuff because I was always very active. And But this one day, I was about eight, and uh, there was a woman up speaking, and I said, I'm going to do that. Now, at eight. Now, I'm saying you're not unlike me. We all as children are connected. We're, we just came from God, right? Have you ever held a newborn and noticed how good they smell? It's like, oh, this must be what God smells like. It's so good. They're just straight from God and so beautiful and so full of potential. Like that Isabella who is just here, right? You can just see so much life, so much potential. So this is how it starts. And so, um, so if you were four or five or 10 or 12, sometimes we even had an experience. Where we said, I want Jesus to come into my life. I want to accept Jesus into my heart. And that desire was to know God. 
And, you know, we've try, been trying to do this ever since uh, uh, Adam and Eve. We've been trying to find our own connection to God. Right? So it is this holy desire that's been living in you. And ultimately, all of your desires have led you to the next point, the next point, the next point. Charles Fillmore, Unity's co-founder, said that desire is the onward impulse of the ever-evolving soul. And what I've noticed is if I manifest something, then I desire something else, and then I desire something else, and I desire something else. So, But when you, when you start to get, oh, there's a little something in here. When you start to get, uh, let's just pray it away, all is well, it's just a wasp, nothing, nothing to see here, wasp, go right on. But when we start to develop on the journey, we start to see, you know what? The desire that matters most is my desire to know God. And then that gets, that gets known in and through your life very individually as you do your soul work, right? Because the way you're going to express that is going to be different from the way I express it. Like, for instance, if you are like this property owner, and I know many people in here are property owners, and maybe you even own several buildings, you're going to treat your tenants and your buildings a different way than somebody who's not on this whole journey. Because you're going to know how you treat people matters. You're going to know as you treat people with love and kindness, that's going to come back to you as an owner. You know that we live in a cause and effect universe, and whatever you put out is the thing that comes back. Right? See, so you know that. So in my desire to serve God, my vision for my life is I ignite soul evolution in humanity. That's my grandest, largest vision I could think of for myself. You say, well, how do you do that? I say, I have no idea. I just know that's mine to do. So every day I pray and say, what's mine to do today to accomplish that grand vision? And that's why Dave and I started a podcast about four years ago now that's over 200,000 downloads and in over 80 countries around the world. Yeah. It's amazing to look and to know that people in Afghanistan are listening to my podcast. People in China, people in Russia. Although the Russia one was strange, right? We could never quite get a number. We always thought that was kind of weird. That was the one country we can never nail down a number. But we know it's been downloaded, but we don't know how many times. So all around the world, that's happening. So in some way, am I living that vision? Yes. That's my holiest desire is that we all wake up to the fact that we are spiritual beings, right? Living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. I want to have you say that with me in a moment. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe. That is governed by spiritual law. Say that with me. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. So, yeah, are you having an earthly experience? Absolutely. Are we going to have things come up that we don't know are going to come up? Absolutely. Remember, we're co-creators. We're not co-controllers. We don't get to control every single thing that comes into our life. But we get to get this glimpse of our purpose and that our soul wants to move forward on the journey. And pretty soon, we're moving forward. And life happens, and we go, oh, yeah, that's life happening. But I'm living my purpose. Do you remember when life used to happen? It took you months to process one situation. Well, see, when you get serious on the journey, you move through it. 
You go, oh, you know what? This was personality stuff. Let's move through this and move into the soul. And let's just give love to everybody instead. Instead of judging everybody and saying how it's wrong and saying how I'm wrong. It's la, 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 la. You see, living from the soul is freedom, friends, from that drama. But we have to have that desire to move us forward, that holy desire. So in unity, we really believe that you have a divine purpose, and that's why you're here. And, you know, one of the most common questions I get is, well, how, how do I know my purpose? I said, what have you always loved to do? What have you always loved to do? That's a really great sign of your purpose. It's not like you have to stop everything and start living your purpose. You probably already are. You probably already are. You just may not be totally aware of it right now. Your purpose may be to love, and you bring love into all your into all your relationships, your family, you know, your kids, your grandkids. Maybe that's your purpose, just to love. Wouldn't that be amazing if that were your grand purpose? Wow. I have a good friend. His his uh, his purpose is to serve. He loves to serve. He serves friends. He serves his minister. He serves his congregation. He serves people in his work. He loves to serve. Think about that. So what desire is pulling you forward right now? And it's good to kind of do like a self-check because... Um, we want to make sure we're staying on purpose and not getting dragged down with, bogged down with like some of the um, world events. Again, I'm not saying go into denial about what's happening, but the way you help those world events is living from your light and your purpose. By electing people who you know you trust to, you know, have a voice for you. I can't go and sit down with the leaders of Ukraine and Russia, but you know what I can do? I can pray and meditate every day and be on purpose. I can pray and meditate every day and lift the people around me up so they feel just a little bit better. I can be a good mom. Right? But it's that higher desire to see the world wake up that pulls me forward. That's it. So thinking into that, and I want to mention too, next week um, is the last week of this series, and I decided to end it with a workshop because I hadn't done a workshop here on Sunday. I've been doing so much teaching online and bringing Unity North Tampa into my other work with other clients that I do. And um, I wanted to do something here in person, and it's called your Life Plan Workshop. And what that's about is you um, really taking a look at your your years your experiences, and finally, your spiritual journey. So it's like a three-phase process we're going to go through. And what you learn as you go through it, you're going to start seeing things about your journey that are super helpful. You're going to see, oh, you know what? I tend to make changes in seven-year cycles. That was one of the things that I noticed about my life. It was seven years or 12 years. Like, I lived in Seattle for 12 years. Like, I was at Christ Church in Orlando for 12 years. Twelve is the spiritual number of completion. So somehow that, those, like, that's worked its way into my journey. 
Well, why that's helpful to know is that if I've been somewhere 10 or 11 years, I start doing some pretty serious prayer work on what's happening right now. See, so I can be more engaged in the direction of my life, listening to spirit all the while and preparing myself for what's next. So I hope some of you will come to that next week. It's, it's deep work. And um, the last time I did, I had a woman in there who was, uh, I think she was, um, I'm getting these two workshops mixed up. I think she was 94. And she said, I don't think you have enough paper for me to do this, for me to do this. I said, well, tape it together. There's plenty of paper. And she noticed, you know, so we're, well, we're going to write some of our chronological years, some of our experiences, and what you'll end up seeing is after these experiences, this huge spiritual growth. So I think some of us um, mistakenly think when we start waking up spiritually and we say, I want to know God, I want to be the Christ, I want to make a difference, that we think that means life all of a sudden is only easy. Can I have an Amen. And we wish that were the case, right? But what happens is we actually get a little more engaged in life and we can actually see some of the pain a little more, but we do get to rise higher a little bit easier. That's true, right? So, of course, there's a benefit to doing this soul work. You're more empowered to make choices in your life that do help you and the world at large. When you know you're originally blessed, when you know you have a purpose, when every day that holy desire is bringing you forward into life, you're going to be a blessing wherever you go and receive a blessing, right? So think about that. Where is your desire right now? I'm not going to ask you to tell me. I'm not going to ask you to write a book report on it. This is about your soul growth and evolution, and you're the only one who can do it. I can tell you all of my stories. I can tell you exactly how I did it. I can give you all the steps. But if you don't think about it and you don't work your own journey, it's not going to happen. And what I've learned is that, you know, we come here alone and that's how we leave. And that's the truth. It doesn't matter if you have a partner, a family, a spouse, a husband, a wife, and kids. It's your journey with God. It is your journey with God. So my hope for you is that as you like develop more into this, like daily checking in, doing your little prayer time, doing some time of breathing and, you know, spiritual nourishment for yourself, that you're going to start listening to that inner voice in a different way. And that you're going to listen to that holy desire that's always been there, you know, for your, for you to be more, for you to move forward on this journey. Because, friends, we're meant to be a blessing and to also receive that blessing as well. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.